Yo, what is going on, everybody? This is the Willing to Go Ham podcast coming at you live from Mikasa. You guys already know where I'm at, man. Um, I know it's been a minute since I've made a podcast. I've uh, just been caught up with some other things. Uh, just a quick update. Uh, I have I finally achieved my degree in health information technology, man. That, that's huge. Definitely huge. That's something I've worked my ass off for for the longest time. Um Obviously, still got to polish up my resume. I've been doing that for a while now, just kind of doing some tweaking here and there. Every day I'll, I'll log on and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe I could I could change this or I could change that or, you know, so I'm not really decisive with that. So um, in the process right now, um, I think it's time that I cash in and uh, this two thousand seven hundred dollars that I've managed to spend on uh, taking these courses through, uh, you know, shout out to Johnson County Community College. Uh, they, they, they're the ones who made that possible, but that out of state tuition was kicking my ass. So, um, that was, uh, that was definitely a fun experience to say the least. So, um, I'm starting a new segment of my podcast right now, uh, that I thought that I'd want to share with everybody else right now. Uh, actually it's a series I'm starting, um, you know, cause there's men, you know, we all have, we all have been through those moments as men where we've simped. Okay. We've all been there before. And this was actually inspired by, uh, you know, one of my homeboys, shout out to Trey Lide Day. Trey Lide Day is actually the one that, <laughs> that, um, inspired me to create this, uh, storytelling series. If you, if you guys know me and you guys know me on my podcast, or if you guys have met me in person, you guys know, I love to tell stories, man. This is like one of my favorite things to do, you know, because I've had a lot of crazy things happen in my lifetime. And, um, you know, I just, I think, I think that it, it could be a, a great life lesson <laughs> from my misfortunes, uh, when handling the opposite sex or uh, any, uh, moral, you know, any type of, uh, moral of the story, um, that people are looking for, I can provide that no doubt about it. But, um, so yeah, I guess, this, I guess we'll, we'll get into this. Um, you know, so shout out, like I said, shout out to Trey. So, Obviously, we all know what a simp is. We've all managed to simp at some point in our lifetime. I've happened to I've done it the majority of my life. Um, And it didn't really catch on to me really until I was probably about 26. Maybe, you know, I was aware of it. But then like 27 is kind of sort of when I was like, nah, you know, I'm kind of done being this way. So. Uh, this is just one of many stories. None of these are in order per se, but uh, this one in particular really stands out to me. So maybe two years ago, uh, some you know my homeboy Jordan, a shot to Lou, uh, he had actually just separated from his ex-wife uh, at this time. So Jordan was getting, and I was I was ecstatic, man. Like you have no idea how happy I was that Jordan was back on back on the market at that time, man, because I was single at the time and. You know, I, what, I thought, what better way to have my guy back, you know, we could tag team this uh, this dating world, you know, by tubes. You know, obviously, that's what I, that's kind of what I was hoping for. And um, obviously, you know, just to give a little bit of backstory, um, every time we went out, every time me and Jordan ever went out, man, it was always about Jordan. And I was cool with that. Like, I'm not, I'm not a jealous type of a dude because I know, like, I know my strengths. And that's something that I think is important as a man is. You know, if you're not physically appealing to to the masses of people, um, I'm always of the belief that you need to um, a, appeal yourself to those who, 
you appeal to, like like or who are into you, or AKA go where you're celebrated. That's what I that's what I always say. I mean, it took me a long time to kind of understand that, but I learned over time that like you know what, I mean, I'm not Jordan, I'm not light skin. You know what I'm saying? I don't have the uh, you know the, the luscious curls. I ain't got all that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I know my strengths, so. You know, I always use that to my advantage. And most of the time it worked. I was always bat I was always robbing to Jordan's Batman, but you know, whatever's whatever, you know. So we had you know, we had a good times with that in our younger days. So, um after like I said, after he separated from his ex wife, like I said, I was very happy for him that he finally did <laughs> he finally did it. And I I was like, yo, this is dope. So he had told me that he had met this girl. And for the sake of the story, let's say her name is Erica. So he meets this girl named Erica and she worked at a restaurant that he worked, that he, he frequented a lot with his folks. And, um, I'm trying to remember if he arranged for her to come out to where we were at, which was the parlor. I don't remember. I really don't. I really can't say I remember, but, um, she ended up coming there and she ended up bringing a friend of hers for the sake of the story. Let's say her name is Grace. So Erica and Grace, they show up. You know, immediately I'm immediately I'm attracted to uh, to Grace, and you know I was asking Lou. I said, "Hey man, like what's up with her?" And clearly, this girl Erica was definitely into into Jordan, like no doubt about it. Like I'm talking like hard body karate. She was on this cat, right? Like she wanted she wanted Lou bad, and obviously I was I felt the same way about about this girl Grace. So um, the interaction between us was kind of awkward. Um, and again, I think that that I think that goes back to my mindset um, at that time, not knowing really how to maintain a conversation, at least a meaningful conversation. And I'm a guy, obviously, who likes to talk, but I wasn't good at like in-person talk. I was that type of guy who I, I could slide in DMs and, you know, I could, you know, be I could be casting over in the DMs. But in person, I'm, you know, Steve Urkel, you know, like um and it sucks that it kind of sort of took a long time for me to understand that, but it took a lot of trial and error for me to get to the point where I felt comfortable uh, in having conversation, make, maintain, maintaining eye contact and um, you know, choosing my words carefully, not trying to be too corny. Like you never want to be, uh, be too corny to a woman, I think, in the, you know, in the initial start, like being overly funny to the point where like you make yourself look stupid. You know, like I get like it's OK to laugh at yourself, but when you're overly um, compensating for comedy to belittle yourself, like I think that's kind of stupid. So, like, you know, whatever. Not that I went that far with it, but I do think that I did try. I did try very hard to win this girl over by making her laugh. So she had made these comments before this girl, Grace, she made these comments before where she was talking about she needed some chocolate in her life. Right. So I was like, oh, OK, well, better way it should be me, you know, whatever. And also, oh, this is another thing, man. Like, look, um, at this time, I was probably about 26, 27. And I was just getting over the whole idea of like, OK, let me give you an example. Because I'll get back to the story. A lot of side, a lot of sidetracking here. So I feel like as a man, you know, you shouldn't be getting a woman Snapchat if you are like, I'd say 26, 25 and older. 20, I'd say 26 and older. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that the playing field, it, it, it doesn't 
it doesn't work in your favor when you're just one of like maybe 10 guys snaps that she has. And what are the chances of her snapping you back to open up the line of communication beyond uh, the club or beyond a meeting? You got to get the number, man. Like you got to get the number. I, I, I feel that way. I feel that, that you should, you know, you should exchange numbers. You know, don't do that. Any of that kid shit. Don't do that. Just exchange numbers like adults or like a man, you know what I'm saying? You should expect that. But then again, depends on the type of woman that you're dating, obviously. So this this girl, um, Grace, was a little bit younger than me. So I started off by just getting her Snapchat. Why? Because I felt that it was the safe thing to do. You know what I mean? Like, I just felt like rejection is rejection regardless. So I felt like if I got rejected on the snap, you know, excuse me, maybe it wouldn't hurt as bad. Yeah, that, that's just kind of like, you know, I was just, it was just, it was goofy. I should have just got a number from the start. Because then what I found myself doing was, is I would get girls' Snapchats only to ask them for their numbers and then get their numbers when I could have just avoided all of that and just got the number from the jump, right? Anyways, you know, you live and you learn. So I ended up getting this girl Grace's Snapchat and like I'm making small talk. Like, not productive small talk if you will it was just kind of like once again like always trying to be ha ha he he funny and like that's fine that's definitely fine and, that, and that's definitely within my nature as a person like i'm i think i'm naturally a funny person but uh you can kind of sort of over funny things a little bit to the point where it may get annoying and i think that she knew what my intentions were from jump but i just I just, you know, I never really pulled that trigger. I always, you know, you know, you always want to, you know, keep, keep it, uh, keep, keep a safe, a safe head, if you will, or maybe a, a safe method of, of, uh, a, you know, of talking to women to avoid the, unnecess- the unnecessary heartbreak that you're going to feel, allegedly that you're going to feel because I don't know, like you got to take some risks. You got to take risks with some of these girls, you know? You gotta be bold. Fortune always favors the bold, like no doubt about it. And at that time, I didn't get that concept, so I, I actually found myself a lot uh, in the friend zone a lot, or maybe like the attraction would be uh, it'd be a hot, it'd be, you know, it'd be a a hot attraction at first, but then it would kind of cool off because I was overdoing things, and that's kind of what this story is all about, <laughs> for the most part. So I ended up getting her number like two weeks later that's another thing like you don't want to wait too long to get a female's number like you just don't um you don't want to be in her snapchats for too long you know like i said as a man if you're really serious and i think she'll know you're serious is if you ask her for her number at some point but don't wait too long whether you're on social media whether you're on a dating app don't wait too long to get her number like get her number as soon as you can like obviously when things are you know when you kind of you get it to kind of open up as a person and like you kind of know how she is and she gets to kind of know you and feels comfortable so eventually I end up getting her number and um things are going well from that from that point and I'm asking Jordan I said hey man so what's up with you and uh what's up with you and Erica and he's like bro things with me Erica you know they're good man and she's really dope man and she's you know she's into God and stuff like that and I mean and I'll get to that whole notion of you know you know, it's funny. Females will use God for anything. And dudes too, but females will use God for pretty much anything. <laughs> for anything, man. It's wild that you can be bad for six days out of the week. And then on the seventh day, you're at like uh, church at 
to one of the one of the little popular churches in KC. I can't remember what they are, but um, not that you shouldn't you shouldn't go to church, but that's for another topic for another day. So anyway, so she's like, you know, I really feel like you know I'm I'm you know, God bought me to you and yada 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 this and that, which I paid no mind to that. But things with me and Grace were going really well, so well that uh, we decided we were going to hang out. Now we had talked about hanging out before. And like it did, it, it really didn't happen. So I'm trying to remember what occurred to make Jordan stop talking to this girl, Erica. I don't remember what it was, but I remember I brought I, I brought my homeboy, Ron, with me. So me and Grace agreed that we were going to hang out. Obviously, Erica was going to be there because they had they, they were roommates. They lived together. But I was like, oh, well, I thought nothing of it. I thought to myself, you know what? Maybe if I bring Ron on this trip with me. Um, this will satiate uh, Erica's uh, loneliness because I know she probably feels some type of way because Jordan had rejected her advances. I don't remember. I don't remember what it was. I think it was because I think maybe it was too soon. I don't remember what it was, man. But anyways, so me and Ron ended up going over there to Erica and Grace's house. And while we're there, like, you know, me and Grace, like we're cool. We're just chilling. You know what I'm saying? We're talking and things are going well and, you know, so on. So then this girl... Um, Erica asked me, she goes, so, you know, I just want to let you know, like, your boy messed up. I'm trying, damn, what, what did Jordan do? I, was he going back to another, I don't remember what he was doing, bro. That, that, this is what's going to bother me the most. So anyway, so I'm over there. And as as a matter of fact, Erica is the one that invited me to come over because she said that that she said that Grace wanted to hang out. What I think happened was, is that Erica invited me to come over to the house so she could get some information and know things about Jordan as far as like why he stopped talking to her because he it just happened like out of the blue from what I remembered so you know once again I go over there and they had lived like clear across town like south of the river so we you know so we're over there we're chilling you know hanging out and I'm being like prodded with all these questions that I'm asking Grace I said what's up with all the questions like why she asked me these questions and she's like well she kind of sort of feels like, you know, things with her and Jordan kind of ended suddenly. So she's just wanting to, like, pick your brain. I'm like, OK, that's kind of weird. So um, she had made a comment. She said, you know, me and uh, Grace, we only date guys who are friends. Like we date guys who are friends. I'm like, well, uh, there's a lot of guys that are friends, but I, I, you know, I thought nothing of it. And so I remember I leave. Um, we, had, we, you know, we were hanging out or whatever and I'm getting drilled with all these questions and, you know, like me and, uh, Grace was just, we was just chilling, you know, just hanging out, you know, she, you know, laid on my lap and we just kind of you know, hung out. I was actually going on a cruise, I think the, the week of, so I saw her, I think that this was probably on a Tuesday, maybe a Wednesday. I ended up going on this cruise, uh, on, I think it was Friday. So I leave and the whole time I'm like giddy and gleeful because I'm like, dude, like I got this girl, like she really likes me and or I got, you know, she likes me a lot. I like her a lot, you know, things like that. But I, in the back of my mind, I thought to myself that comment that Erica had made about only dating guys who were best friends or guys that were friends. that still kind of sort of stuck out to me, you know, like I was like, that's kind of weird, but, you know, whatever. But on the cruise and um, I'm getting all these like text me- text messages and messages from uh grace and she's like 
hey, you know, like, I hope you're having a great time. I can't wait to see you when you get back, blah, 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 blah. So I was like, all right. And once again, I feel myself just like, oh, you know, even girls that was that were on the cruise ship. I'm like, nah, I don't want to mess this up because I got a good girl at home. Well, come to find out she was never my girl in the first place. So um, the cruise is over. I end up driving back home and me being the idiot that I am, I said, hey, I'm, in, I'm back in town. Like, do you want to hang out? So Grace was a bartender at this terrible food having Mexican place. And I found myself going up there for an absolute for absolutely no reason, but to sit there, not eat anything, not drink anything, but just to be in her presence. And I thought, uh, you know, maybe I shouldn't be here, but I feel like, you know, I like this girl enough. So I think I'll stay, you know, I'll stay here. So she was busy the whole time and we barely even talked. So I was trying to arrange more times to hang out with her. She didn't want to hang out really. She was kind of distant, didn't really answer my phone calls or, not, or didn't answer my text messages. And um, once again, uh, Erica had mentioned, she said, you do realize that your, your your boy Jordan had better shape up because, like I said, we only date guys who are best friends. And I said, you've got to be kidding me. Like you said this before and you're saying it again. And she's like, yeah, we only date best friends. But she was serious. Like they were they were definitely serious. I thought that was so weird. So, um, I'm texting Grace, you know, I'm like, Hey, good morning. And like, blah, blah, blah. Just every day, you know, just the excessive shit. And like the text messages that she was sending back, were getting slower and slower and slower and just slower. And I'm like, something must be up, man. Like what was really going on? So, um, out of a sudden, all of a sudden she hits me with, I get hit with the, uh, Hey, uh, that 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 we need to we need to talk and i'm like oh boy this is what couples go through but we're not even a couple so what's up so um she's telling me that basically like you know i don't i you know i, <laughs> I think you're a cool person i think you're really nice but i just don't think that, like i like you like that now she and that's the thing fellas whenever a woman tells you something like that take you know do with it what you will Take that as, okay, the attraction level's not there. Let me move on. Don't do what I did here. So I'm trying to figure out, I'm like, well, what did I do wrong? Like, did I do something wrong? She's like, no, 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 you didn't do anything wrong. And I'm like, no, I clearly did something wrong. Like, I had to have. The thing is, I didn't do anything wrong. It's just that the attraction level had went away. And I wanted to hold on to something um, as, as, a, as like a beacon of hope. So, like... You know, because I, I, I was afraid. I'm like, dude, like, what did I do to mess this up? And she kept telling me, you didn't do anything. It's just that I'm not really feeling you like that. <laughs> that's, basically, that's basically what she was saying. And I was just like, nah, like, there's no way. Like, what did I do? So I said, well, what, like, you know, like, what can I do? To, and that's another thing I did. I said, what can I do to change, like, your mind about me? I think I said something along those lines. And she was like, nothing. Like, I just don't like you like that. <laughs> so, um... I kind of felt like I was like, dude, like, what what the hell? Like, I'm trying to get in this girl's good graces and she's not liking me. Like, what am I going to do? You know, and in hindsight, you know, what I should have done was just moved on and everything would have been cool. So I get a text message from Erica and Erica's like, I told you, like, we only date best friends. If you're, she said, if your boy Jordan was going to, uh, 
play ball, he should have played. But now, this I told you this is what's going to happen. So, in my mind, I think what happened was, is things with me and Grace were going fine while I was away. But Erica had the notion that Jordan wasn't going to try to go for her. So, she talked Erica, or she, sorry, so she talked Grace out of, like, liking me. I think that I really think that's what happened. Because she didn't want to be alone. Because, you know... A lot of women in those early, you know, those early, early stages of uh, of life, you know, the whole hoes before bros and besties, bef- besties for the resties and all that other shit. Like, I think that camaraderie's fake. I think so. And, you know, at that time, you know, because I've seen women like lose friendships over men. Like, I've seen it. So I, in my mind, I'm like, OK, so clearly she if, if Jordan, if I would have gotten drunk. So I didn't get mad at Jordan, but I was like, bro. Come on, man. I just need you to pull through for me. But obviously, I'm glad Jordan didn't do it because he wouldn't have been true to himself. So, again, I wasn't mad at Jordan. I was just mad. I think I was just mad at the situation that I'm like, dude, like, what the heck? Like, so I need Jordan to date Grace? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And I knew Jordan wasn't going to do it because, and I remember I, I did ask him. I said, bro, could you, like, just take one for me? That's all, I, you know, I got to get this girl. And he's like, uh, no. So that within itself was stupid. Like I was like, why? Why do I have to do this? So anyway, it's so like days go by, and um, I'm still asking her. I'm like, so have you come up with? <laughs> have you come up with the decision yet? Like on what what's gonna happen? And she kept saying nothing. Like I I just feel this way. Like I'm sorry, I'm not into you. And I was crushed, man. I was really crushed. Um. And then from there, man, like I just, uh, you know, slowly just kind of sort of got over it. And at that moment, I just kind of felt like, wow, you know, this is what it takes for me to get a girl. So I need one of my best friends. You know, I need my homeboy to pull a girl who I like, but he doesn't like the girl who's who the girl's friends with. It was just a weird concept, man. Like the whole situation was weird. And. Then there was an incident where, like, I thought we were going to, like, try to talk again, but she punched me in my face, <laughs> like, playfully, but, like, it hurt. Um, Yeah, man, <laughs> that's just one of many, like, simp stories that I have, man. So I just thought that I would, uh, I thought that I would share that. And I, and I mean, the long story short, like, obviously things worked out for the, for the best. Um, and, I, and the moral of the story was is that I learned, again, like, you're in control of the company that you keep. So, you know, if you try to surround yourself, if you try to orbit women who don't want you, you're only going to make yourself look stupid, man. And to me, and I, I'll, I'll get into um, my origins about the friend zone for myself and what it meant for me. Um, so I'll, I'll get into that, you know, at, at some point later on down the road. But. I figured I wasn't going to cut, you know, do any new stories or anything. Just going to tell, a, you know, tell a good old fashioned uh, story about uh, my early, well, you know, my life for the most part, at least that aspect of my life. But anyways, uh, this is the Willing to Go Ham podcast. You just heard a true life story slash, slash uh, simp story. I'm out. Peace.